welcome to the show. We have uh, an amazing guest on board with us today. Um, you know, really happy to have this guy on board with us. He's uh, what I, I can only assume is what I can say. He's a serial entrepreneur. Um, recently started up a few apps. And, you know, he's going to be able to tell us more about exactly what he's doing um, in, in the industry of startup business. Um, before we go any further, anyone who's listening, you know, if you want to get involved, again, you know, you can add me on, on Skype, Talk Startup Business 1, and we'll add you straight into the call that way. Or also, we can, um, you can do the chat room there as well. You can just post messages in there as well. And if you've got any ideas about business and you want any help, again, just send me a message through on the Facebook, the Twitter accounts, and I'll try to help you out as much as I can. So straight away, let's introduce our first guest up today on the, the, the first episode of Young Entrepreneurs, Kellum Leslie. Kellum, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you doing? I am um, great, thanks. And how are you doing as well? How are you doing? Yeah, good, good. I'm, I'm currently in Glasgow. I'm sitting here. It's not raining, so I can't complain too much. Okay. Okay, good stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, Sheffield is absolutely baking. The humidity is ridiculous. I think we had 32 degrees yesterday. Um, but, you know, it's it's been pretty baking, man. Uh, how's Glasgow doing? Good. You know, any day that it doesn't rain is a win. So uh, <laughs> it got to 27 degrees yesterday, which was pretty much unheard of. So yeah. um, as long as we can stay in the 20s for most of the summer, I'll, uh, I'll definitely be happy. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, again, thanks for um, taking time out of your busy schedule to come on the show. I know you work with a lot of very um, high-profile people. I mean, just, just straight away, just give us a little bit of a background into, you know, who you are and how you really got started into business and that sort of thing. Sure. Um, well, my whole kind of uh, passion for entrepreneurship came from uh, when my father handed me Richard Branson's book, Screw It, Let's Do It, when I was in high school. Uh, so I think it was I was in first year at the time, uh, about 12 years old, and I, I read the book uh, and honestly, I was insanely inspired. Um, so ever since then, didn't want to do anything else apart from something in entrepreneurship and, and almost become an entrepreneur in, in my own right. Um, went through high school, did a bunch of different things, um, including, uh, you know, a young entrepreneur um, uh, stuff. So um, it was it was a lot of fun to do. Um, came uh, into university and we we did uh, we ran a project that initially we'd launched in, in university that allowed kids to trade past papers online and, and any other study slash revision materials. Um, and so our, our whole USP was that these materials can be quite expensive, um, it can be quite difficult to source them or just even time consuming. Uh, and our USP was to give people the ability to punch in their, their subjects and basically get the materials within one click tried to bring it to the university market so um, it, it ended up working quite well at the start uh, we, we did a deal with the Royal Mail and then uh, some kind of circumstances led to, to the business kind of falling down we were underfunded didn't have enough experience but it was a, a great kind of start to, to what I wanted to or, or to, I guess the path that I wanted to, to start on um, and then uh, university I decided in third year to go away uh, and study uh, in Austin in Texas uh, honestly, um, at the time, it was because I wanted to experience the whole kind of U.S. college system. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, you know, Austin's uh, an amazing place to be. But it turns out that it's one of uh, the kind of entrepreneurial uh, tech hubs in, in the U.S., you know, still behind Silicon Alley, Silicon Valley in, in New York and, uh, and also San Francisco. But um, Austin's definitely up and coming. And you've got guys like the Dell family there uh, who are really kind of um, leading the way with the, uh, the startup scene. 
Um, so I actually ended up taking a class called Law, Business and Innovation uh, as I was at law school at the time. Um, and Law, Business and Innovation was run by Adam Dell. Uh, and it was the most captivating class I've ever taken. Um, he, you know, Adam basically, uh, every week, the, the class was an hour and a half. He spoke for five minutes on, on you know, some area of law because he was contractually obliged to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 25 minutes each week was on anything he found interesting. So from whether or not the Red Sox were winning that week to, you know, a new startup in, in the Valley. Uh, and then for an hour each week, the best part of the class was he brought in uh, his buddies. So he brought in guys like Michael Dell, uh, Lee Walker was the founder of Livestrong and, and all these other kind of crazy tech entrepreneurs in, uh, in Austin, including Bob Metcalf, who was the founder of the Ethernet. So um, I, I did at the time. I was I was you know absolutely keen on on meeting these guys one to one rather than just raising my hand and asking a question in class. Um, so did that kind of cheeky thing of of nipping outside two minutes before they finished and uh, pretending to take a call and, and catching these guys. <laughs> I think we've all done that at some point in time. <laughs> for sure. So the the one thing I had going for me, I guess, was uh, I had a different accent, so it, it made the intro relatively uh, easy. And then from there on, I just pestered people's PAs to get a meeting and sit down with these guys for even, you know, five minutes for a coffee. Yeah. Um, and it, I think it was that experience along with, you know, everything that I'd done in the past that really kind of pushed me, pushed me forward. And uh, my mind was set that, you know, I didn't want to be a lawyer. I, I wanted to do something in the uh, the entrepreneurship scene and um, the, the experience in Austin, it was very kind of tech driven. So uh, that's where the, the passion and uh, I'd now call it you know, an obsession rather than yeah. a passion with, with technology. Um, so that, that's really where it came from. Yeah, that's uh, interesting because, I mean, there's a lot of people that I know um, who generally go to university to study, you know, different courses uh, that they may not be passionate about, but obviously they know that it's something that you, you do. You go to university, you study law, you study business, you study management, you study this, that, and the other. And and of hearing from your own experiences, going to university to study law, but realizing that really wasn't your passion, but finding something that really was, and is really taking off of that and, and seeing the results of what happens when an individual, a human um, being, you know, we follow our own passions and seeing the success yeah. that brings and stuff. Yeah, it's really, really inspiring to hear, actually, yeah. For sure. And I mean, that that's the big thing um, for me. You know, I, I wanted to go to university. Um, a lot of entrepreneurs opt not to go or they, they end up dropping out halfway through. Um, but for me, it was really, um, you know, it, it allowed me to, to develop a lot of skills that um, I use on a daily basis now. I mean, law was probably the best thing I could have studied, um, do a bunch of contracts yourself. Um, intellectual property was somewhere that I, I kind of focused or it was a subject area focused on in university. So use that kind of stuff on a daily basis but above everything else you know met the majority of my my founding network if if we can call it that so yeah. it gave me a stepping stone quite nicely into the uh, the startup world which uh, I definitely wouldn't have had if I'd, I'd just gone straight from high school and um, gone into an idea so there, there you know there's there's no right answer with these things um, for a lot of people you know university may be a waste of time uh, for me it was uh, it was one of the best things I, uh, I could have done yeah um, and you're saying that uh, you've started a new app, isn't it? I mean, tell us more about that and, you know, how you really got that on the way and stuff. Sure, yeah. So um, uh, we launched an app uh, about a year ago now called Would You? Um, and so uh, as in would you do this or would you do that? Um, it's spelled W-O-O-J-U, so uh, a little bit different from the traditional <laughs> spelling. Okay. 
yeah. wanted to get on board with the cool kids, so to speak. Although saying the word cool makes me typically uncool, which is probably yeah, not yeah, pretty much, but yeah, we'll, we'll accept it. <laughs> Sign all, all the uh, all the awesome guys in our company are in the marketing department, so uh, we'll speak to them for a, a more refreshing approach, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so would you is really simple. Um, you you take a picture, ask a yes/no question, and you can send to. Uh, either your friends um, and or the, the rest of our community um, to help make a decision. So in other words, it's a crowdsourced decision-making tool um, and we are honestly on a mission to make the world a little less indecisive. Um, so the, the app's uh, on iOS at the moment, so you can download it if you've got an iPhone. Uh, we're launching Android hopefully uh, by the end of the week and we're launching an updated version of our Apple app. So, um, it's kind of a, an exciting and hectic week for us or, you know, uh, the developers in the company have, have not slept for about three weeks developing and pushing the build to the app store. So um, there's been a, been an exciting time. Um, but we, we really kind of, the, the concept came uh, from actually from my time in the US. Uh, I promise this is a true story and I'm, I'm going to leave out all the bits because I'm not sure everything's appropriate for the radio. Uh, yeah, pretty, pretty, yeah, sounds like a good idea actually. <laughs> But I was, uh, so when I, when I arrived in the US, I wanted to do the most typically American college thing I could think of uh, and naturally joined a fraternity. Um, and so one evening I was at a party talking to a sorority girl. Uh, and honestly, I, I thought things were going pretty well uh, until she literally stopped me mid-sentence, reached down, pulled out her phone and took a picture. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah. And so, I mean, I, uh, at the time I was like, why are you taking a picture of me? Uh, and I, I promise she said to me, I'm taking a picture to work out whether or not my friends think you're hot. Uh, <laughs> it, it's never happened to me. Has it happened to you before? Or? Um, you know what? No. I, I, I'm, that's, that's a new one in my book. You're not that you know of, right? No, not that I know of. I definitely not. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, so uh, she, she kind of took that picture. And, and at the time, I was uh, a little bit taken aback, like most people people would be, I guess. Um, but it allowed me to think about all the different types of questions that people like to ask, you know, from should I buy this dress, should I, I you know, wear these shoes to, um, you know, write down on would you now, someone literally asked whether or not they should get a tattoo. Wow, uh, okay. Yeah, so there, Pretty much there, anything really you can take a picture of and send across and, and ask for a question, would you For do? sure, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, literally anything you want a second opinion on. Um, so it, it kind of... You know, it got to that point where I started thinking about these things and it, it turns out that there's over 86 million questions asked on Twitter every single day. And of course, the big problem is that when you're asking a bunch of people, you know, even a yes, no question, right? You get back a bunch of yeses and nos and there's there's no real way of, of almost quantifying them and getting an outcome. So you, you're almost guessing by looking through the, the kind of comment stream. So we wanted to solve this problem, give people a way of asking a question and actually getting an answer. Um, and we just decided to solve it socially through an app because it was fun, it's interactive, uh, and a lot of the feedback from our users is that it's very addictive. So um, that's where the, the the kind of the whole concept for Woodrow came from. Oh wow, that's uh, sound. That's a that's a pretty interesting story. And um, yeah, I mean the best stories are, are true. And yeah. uh, I want to thank you for leaving out some of the good details. You know. And, uh, <laughs> and I, will, uh, I will leave you with one uh, one small uh, kind of insider tip, I guess. Uh, I never it. actually heard back from the girls, so I'm guessing her friend probably said no. Uh, uh, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. These things happen to the best of us. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I don't know. My ego took a hit a little bit, but I recovered. So it's been well. A year. You definitely have. I mean, amazing app now on 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 the i. But when you say it came out yesterday, relaunched yesterday, was it? Yeah, it, just uh, an update. So uh, we posted the app store yesterday. Um, these things, uh, you know, with the Apple App Store, it can take up to five days to to post an update. So um it's coming hopefully it's going to come sooner than five days but unfortunately we have no control over that and uh the android app will follow at the exact same time it only takes an hour to post an android app so yeah uh, typical apple won't control over everything so um but hey nothing we can do about it right now yeah so yeah launched well posted on the first of july so hopefully we'll get it maybe in the five six days time i'm sure We'll get it on my Facebook and my Twitter. Everyone who's listening, they'll be able to get the link to it, to the, the revamped launch of, of, of Would You. And I'm sure many, many of the listeners are going to be actually excited, even like myself, to test it out, send it out. Is it so you're saying that you can send it to anyone? Is it just friends that will be able to choose? Yeah, so um, uh, version so we're we're on, I guess, version two now, but still kind of version one functionality. Um, yeah. So. At the moment, um, it's the Would You community. So uh, anyone that's a user of Would You, um, you can send them a question uh, and it appears uh, in their inbox. So right. you can send it both publicly and privately. If you send it publicly, um, then you can uh, take advantage of our, our, our community of tens of thousands of users to, to try and get a response to your question. Um, if you send it privately, then it, it goes straight into your friend's inbox and uh, no one else sees it. So at the moment, you got to be a, a would you user to to get to get a, a question. Um, but in two weeks, we're actually we're launching something insanely exciting to us. Um, we're we're launching or, or giving users the ability to send a question to anyone in the world. Um, and this is something we've been working on for a while now. Um, we we basically built a, a web client. So what happens when you're you're a user is you take a picture, you ask your question, then you choose who to send it to. Um, and with the the new feature that will come out in about two weeks, um, you'll be able to send that question to anyone in your phone book, um, whether or not they have the app or, or have signed up. Uh, and so when you send that question, it appears as a text message to your friend. Uh, and they can open the link uh, on their phone, it opens in their web browser, they can answer the question without being a would you user, and we then give them the ability to sign up. So we say, hey, you know, why not ask your own questions? So we're, we're opening it up to say that, you know, you don't have to have an iPhone or an Android phone as long as you have a, a phone where, um, you know, you, you receive text messages and can, can browse uh, via mobile browser, then anyone in the world can, can ask and answer a question. Wow. Okay. So, um, sounds like, I mean, how, how big's your team? I mean, obviously I'm guessing you are not doing this whole app on your own. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, the, the team's the biggest asset to the company without a doubt. Um, I couldn't do it without, uh, you know, everyone on the team there. They're awesome. We're, we're, we're all working together. Um, uh, you know, believe in the project and we're going to make this, this app a global app. So yeah. it, it's going to take a little bit of time. Um, but the, the team is 10 people at the moment, so um, we have uh, my CTO, uh, CPO is uh, my best friend, Fraser. Uh, he's, uh, we've been hanging about together for uh, over 20 years. I've, I've been trying to shift him, but he won't go. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, it's, it's cool. I get to work with him on a daily basis, which is, uh, which is awesome. So yeah. um, he does all the design-based stuff, so everything that looks beautiful on the app and feels beautiful is, um, is Fraser's role. 
Um, and so other guys, we've got an Android developer uh, called Luke, um, uh, an iOS developer uh, called Bartosz, and he uh, has been working insanely hard over the past four weeks to, to try and kind of update the iOS app, as well as Luke on the Android app, been working for the past three months on that one. Yeah. Um, and then we have two people in marketing, so a girl called Rebecca, she's lead marketing, and honestly, everything kind of social media, content, blog-based stuff, um, she's writing it up, and, and it's amazing. Uh, Callum's uh, an intern, um, so he's just started with us. And then we have two video guys as well um, who are producing some awesome content. We've got an ad coming out in about two weeks, which is exciting. Um, and the very last person I forgot to mention was was Andy. So Andy's our web developer, um, and he's doing some cool stuff. He's he's uh, building a lot of the SMS stuff that I was talking about before. Okay. So we, we've got an awesome team. It's, it's 10 people, and, um, and we're just kind of pushing and, and growing, I guess, as, uh, as it comes. As it comes, yeah, definitely. All right, what we're going to do now is just take a real quick break um, and just get some music from the guys from No Copyright Sound. Um, they're doing some huge, amazing stuff. They're a record label basically dedicated to producing um, free music for the sole purpose of anyone who does streaming. Uh, finest sound quality. You heard it in the introduction music there. And um, yeah, so No no Copyright Sounds, all their sort of links are going to be in the show notes so you can take a look and download it and use it at your own purpose. All right, when we come back, we'll get some more questions and insights from Callum in terms of his inspiration, what inspires him, and how you two can also start your own business and, um, for the future. some um, meetings to go to. I mean, what, what, what's a typical day in your life, really? So, um, typical day is uh, a lot of meetings. Um, we, you know, we're, we're kind of for the, the past three months, we've been building uh, the new tech. So, 
Um, a lot of the meetings have been with the tech guys, just kind of checking that everything's going okay. Uh, we've done a lot of testing, so um, heading out and, and meeting with uh, potential uh, new users. Uh, one of the, the biggest things for us is, um, you know, taking on board user feedback. So we want to build the best app that we can build. Um, so the more people that, that test the app before we push it out, um, and indeed whilst the app is live, um, then the, you know we can we can foreseeably build the net, a better app. So I spend a lot of my time kind of meeting with people and, and checking we're we're on the right track. And um, that's the kind of fun side of, of meeting up with people, um, I guess. And the, the other side is meeting with uh, current investors, potential investors, which takes a lot of time. Because um, my role in the company, as long as, you know, as well as kind of um, looking out for the future of the company, is meeting with investors and making sure that, that we can kind of move forward with yeah. um, the right amount of money. So that's the, the not, so, not so fun part, but it's got to be done. Someone's got to do it. So, Definitely. Um, yeah. So you're 23, 24. Yeah, so unfortunately, I just turned 24. Um, it's great. <laughs> I'm getting old. I turned 24 in April, so I guess it's prime start of age, but it's, it uh, is, it's yeah. <laughs> But yeah, either way, you know, as many entrepreneurs who are older than that, younger than that, doing it. 24 and has an organization with 10 people already. You know, that's, that's pretty cool, I'd say. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, honestly, I, I do this stuff for free. It's um, it's. <laughs> Just uh, on a daily basis, you know, it never feels like work. It's it's crazy. You get up in the morning and and start a world is like a roller coaster. There's some days that go amazingly well. There's some days that go terribly, and you yeah. sit up and think, why am I still doing this kind of thing? Um, but you know what? There's never a boring day, and that's yeah. that's what makes it exciting. I mean, what what would you say inspires you to keep going? So uh, from a would you point of view, um, you know, we honestly, we're on a mission to, to make the world a little less indecisive. We want to completely change the way that people ask questions. Um, I, I think there's a big gap in the market for um, the next level of interaction when it comes to, to, you know, social apps. So at the moment, you got you got guys like Snapchat and they're doing a great job of allowing people to send vast amounts of content. But often when you get Snapchat, there's no way, you know, there's no responsiveness. There's someone might send you a question, and you send back a picture of your face kind of thing. So um, I think the, the big gap in the market for us is definitely providing that next level of interaction with the, the whole kind of polling results and the ability to, to answer you know, answer someone's questions that, that makes an impact uh, in their daily life, which is yeah. kind of exciting. Um, for me personally, um, I'm completely driven and, and you know, obsessed with uh, the whole tech sector. I, I want to do something that, that really impacts people's lives and, and changes the way that they behave a little bit and, you know, almost makes people's lives easier. Yeah. Um, so that, that excites me that, you know, the tech industry is awesome because you have the industries run by, you know, a, Guys sitting around at home in their pajamas writing lines of code <laughs> that are, are changing the way that you know. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So and and that's exciting. You know, you don't have to don't have to work your way up in a company anymore for um for thirty or forty years before you get to a management role and then start having an impact. You can have an impact from day one. Yeah. You know, your heads are so low, and there, as long as you've got an idea and you've got enough drive, you know, you can do just about anything. Definitely. Are there any books that you recommend that really helped you out? Yeah, I mean, so as I mentioned earlier, um, Branson's book, Screw It, Let's Do It, that got me excited about entrepreneurship in general. I, I think Branson's an awesome guy. Um, I, I've never met him, not yet, so that one's definitely on the bucket list. Definitely. <laughs> uh, but I mean, other books for, you know, for um, the tech industry, I'd, I'd recommend reading The Lean Startup. Um, it, it def we definitely took a 
uh, a few um, kind of comments on board from that book, and we we operate in a certain way. Um, just we, we operate very leanly. Um, lean Analytics is great. We're a, an analytics-based company, um, so a, a lot of that stuff is is interesting. Yeah, um, and you know, I, I think with reading, my attention span is is really short, so I tend not to always get through a book, um, which is is not the best asset to have, but. Um, you know, it, it's important to read stuff that that excites you and uh, that that you're interested in. But yeah, so I, I think just kind of um, lean startup. Uh, Branson's book's great, and then um, just kind of anything else that comes with it. Sounds great. Sounds great. I mean, obviously, you seem like a really cool guy, you know, with all the tech stuff and the businesses. But I mean, you relax, right? You, you chill out. I mean, what what's your favorite pastime? For sure, I play a lot of tennis. Um, I'm a okay. huge Andy Murray fan, so uh, when Andy wins, it's almost as if I win too. Uh, <laughs> like, don't we all? <laughs> for sure. So I love tennis. I, I love playing golf abroad. You know, Scotland's one of the best places in the world to play golf in the summer, but in the winter, uh, when it's windy and rainy, I'm, I don't have too much patience for that. So I love playing golf as well, and you know, just the the usual kind of stuff. Um, uh, you know, we we live in a cool location in Glasgow so Glasgow is quite a cool city for going out to bars it's got some quirky uh, interesting bars and, and restaurants and stuff so yeah. loving that kind of stuff but to be honest with you man I'm, we're, we're working on a couple of other small scale projects that we're hoping to launch so uh, I get excited by uh, by doing something that that um, you know is is going to launch and is going to have an impact in some way in some people's lives so um, that chills me out a little bit too definitely definitely and um Anyone you want to give a big shout out to before we end the show? Yeah, I mean, uh, my team. So guys in the team are, are sitting next door uh, listening. So uh, <laughs> so just, you know, um, we can do it without them. They're, uh, or I can do it without them. So um, they're, they're the biggest asset to this company and, um, you know, uh, are pushing it forward. Uh, you know, my dad as well. So um, uh, he handed me Branson's book a while ago. Um, so I, I wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for him. And, and the last person is uh, is John McGlynn. He's our current investor. Um, John's a, a mentor to me as well, um, and he's kind of shown me, you know, what it, what life can be like if if you succeed and if you work hard. And um, I wouldn't be on this path with, without all these guys. Wow. Okay. It's amazing stuff. Callum, you know what? It was is a real pleasure to sit in here. And I'm just looking out of the window. You know, um, I've got a beautiful view out there and I'm just at home and I'm just being able to talk to you all the way in Scotland. And, you know, and this is really fun for me, honestly. And I know it, hopefully it was really fun for you as well today to, to, to inspire some of the listeners and stuff. And I know that a lot of them would have been truly inspired by the stuff that you are doing. And I think that's really good um, yeah. to, to be out there, you know, making a difference in the world. Um, yeah, Callum, really, again, thanks very much. So much taking some time out of your, your schedule yeah. to really come down. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, man. I uh, I really enjoyed it. So uh, and I appreciate your time as well. Um, so thank you to you too. All right. Uh, thanks, guys, for listening. If you want, you can obviously obviously uh, get through to me on Facebook, Twitter. Um, if you got any questions for for Callum or any other guests that we do have, I'm sure if you want information and advice on how to start up your business, definitely do give me a, a hit up on that. And uh, yeah, we look forward to the next guest and the next show. We're going to make it exciting and with energy and enthusiasm as we do always. All right, till next time, take care, guys.